What is going on? Travis here, coming at you another episode of Forge Father FM with my man Adam, who is still in one piece after completing the Palmerton weekend Spartan race. So, well, you did two. So you did the you did the sprint and the super, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah, buddy. Yeah, that was a tough course, man. It was uh, steep as hell. Probably this might even be steeper than Killington, but it was relatively short, especially compared to the the ultra we did a couple months ago. So. Yep. So yeah, mindset wise, going in on that had to be in a much stronger place, <laughs> knowing that it was going to end relatively quick mm-hmm. versus uh, versus what we did in uh, Montana. Yeah. So. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. What were your uh, what were your times on those? So the super I did it in about I think it was around two and a half hours, maybe just over two and a half. Um, I think R- Robert Killing Killian, he's one of the like kind of the Spartan yep. legends, you know. Yeah, so he he was that. there. He won, you know he was the elite winner for for both races. I think his time was like an hour and nineteen or something stupid. And, uh, you know, it's a 10 K distance. So, you know, it's not that long, but it's straight up and down a mountain uh, a couple yeah. times for the super. So he's yep. just like a crazy billy goat. Yep. Throw those obstacles in there. How, how'd the mm-hmm. obstacles go for you? Obstacles went pretty well. Uh, I think it was 29 obstacles in the super. So I got, I got through 26 of them. Um, failed a couple. Uh, only one that was a burpee obstacle is that damn, that Z wall. Uh, it's hit or miss for me. And that's where you just have to go horizontally across a wall and yeah. it ha- has a couple bends to it. Yep. And there was, I don't know, the foot, the footholds, the handholds, something about yeah. them. It just seemed extra slick, you know? So yeah. I, I don't know. I just, I just, my feet slipped right off and I didn't have the good, that good finger grip to, to hang on. Kind of got surprised yeah. by it. Yeah. That one's a tricky one. Definitely. Mm-hmm. And I remember my foot cramping. <laughs> <laughs> um, the, Montana, the second time through in Montana, my foot was cramping because yeah, you're, I mean, you got those little blocks sticking out, you know, just a couple inches yeah. and, uh, yeah, you're basically on your tiptoes mm-hmm. trying to crawl through that. So yeah, that's a tricky one, but, uh, yeah, did, you, did I, you hit I, the spear throws? I hit my spear throws. I got that. I got that sorted out. So I felt really Man, good about that, that. Yeah. You got those down. Yeah. Uh, I hit, I, I hit Olympus this time too, which I was pretty thrilled about. So, cause I know that's always oh, yeah. a, a tough one for me. Yep. Um, yeah. And, uh, so Palmerton has one that's, I think, I don't know if it's unique just to Palmerton, but, uh, it's called the ape hanger and you go into this big puddle and then you climb up a rope and then you have to go across the, um, kind of like these loose monkey bars in the form of a ladder, like a horizontal ladder. Really? Okay. So, and that was nice. that was close to the end. So you're all wet, everything's slick. So yep. I think I yeah, I, I slipped off about halfway through that. I definitely want another go with that. But uh that was yeah, uh nice. that was a pretty fun one. That was it's um, cool when, yeah. the, when they have a unique obstacle like that. Yep. Kind of come up to it, not expecting it, and there it is. So you yep. just gotta yep. gotta roll with it. Cool. Mm-hmm. And then yep. uh what other races do you got coming up? Killington? Yeah, I got Killington in September, so that'll be there'll be a beast on Saturday and a sprint on Sunday, and then next month in August I have a super up in New Hampshire. It's the New Hampshire Motor Speedway, and that's going to be my only flat race. Everything else is mountainous this year, so I got this yeah. one flat race I get to do. So I'm looking forward to that. They announced the location of the Dallas uh, 
Spartan weekend, which I'm doing the ultra again. So, um, looks like it's going to be a flat race though. So, uh, it, it's going to be at the true grit ranch in Texas, which is, it's like 20 minutes outside of, uh, uh, Fort worth. So that's exciting because last time it was at, um, uh, I can't remember the name of bro, uh, Roughneck Ranch or something like that there in Texas was where it was before. And it was about an hour and a half away from Dallas. So you couldn't, you know, can't really say it's Dallas, but you know how Spartan Race does things. It looks oh, yeah. Like it's yeah. In New York and it's, you know, two hours away, right? So, yep. but um, no, good stuff. Good stuff on the horizon. So tonight uh, for this episode, we thought we'd go into something fun. And uh, we might start a series with this one because we could go on and on and on with these, with the amount of bullshit excuses that dads use, right? So that's what we're going to be digging into are uh, essentially bullshit excuses that dads use that are in fact bullshit, right? So, yeah. um, And Adam, you said you you have a little bit of a list. So yeah, put a few together. Your list. What's what's the top of your list? For, for these bullshit excuses. Well, I know you're going to be shocked by this. We have never discussed this before, ever. Um, more than at least seven or eight times uh, on our podcast here. Uh, I'm too busy. I'm too busy. I don't have the time. I'm too busy. Whatever combination of words you want to use to say that. Um, yeah. hear that all the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think that's probably one of the first ones we, we definitely have to attack and just demolish because it is, in fact an absolute bullshit excuse, right? Um, Mm -hmm. I can tell you right now, you do have time. We just had our fourth daughter, you know, over two weeks ago. And time is very, very uh, different now. But I'm still fine. Well, I guess I'm I'm making the time, right? And so I think that's where we begin with this one is we're all busy, especially as dads, because you got your dad role, you got your, your husband role, you got your professional role and then you got your athlete role which most guys like to say they're too busy for and i get it you know you got all these big priorities and you got responsibilities and so it really comes down to um i guess number one figuring out what it is that you really really want and if you're going to sit there and say hey i want to lose 10 20 30 or more pounds and get rid of this dad bod and have more energy and you know, feel better and, you know, get back my confidence. Well, then you probably need to make some time for yourself and the things that you need to do to get yourself in better shape. Right. So, yes. and I know you're busy. So talk a little bit about your schedule. Like what, how do you attack your day? I get up early, um, on, uh, work days, especially the work days where I'm going into the office. So I'm up at about four thirty. So I can hit my morning routine and wake the body up a little bit and get my workout done, get my training done first thing. Because I know as a dad that my uh, it's not guaranteed. Once I go to work and come home, um, me time is not guaranteed the rest of the day um, until my kid's in bed. And usually by then I'm ready to I'm ready to go to bed yeah, too. So. Yeah, I'm I'm done. I'm not re- you know. So I know that if, if I when I get up early and get that me time in and take care of myself, uh, 
that's my guaranteed time and everyone in the house knows it and they don't really care because they're still sleeping. So that's what I got to do to get, uh, to get that part done. And then I can go on with my day, take care of my professional life and take care of my family. Absolutely. So let's go years back. Have you always been an early AM, uh, you know, session guy? Have you always been hitting workouts early in the AM or was there a time where you hit you hitting those later in the day? Yeah, I used to hit it later in the day. I, I preferred coming home from work and, mm-hmm. you know, I had the home gym. I had the basement gym for quite a while and I really liked coming home and doing it in the afternoon before dinner. Mm-hmm. Um, I kind of felt that felt like an optimal time for me just with my body. You know, you're, you're it's nice and loose already from just yeah, being awake yeah. all day and that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was a nice convenience. That time was a nice convenience, but, uh, yeah. I knew once, once Henry was born that, uh, things were going to change and I had to make a shift mm-hmm. and that was a pretty yeah. drastic change. It wasn't easy. Oh, uh, no. it, it took some time to adapt to that. Yeah. I think that's really where we have to start. Cause a lot of the guys that come into the program, you know, this is one of the biggest barriers that they face is they are busy and yeah, I mean, you only have so much time during the day. And like I mentioned, you got these other responsibilities. And so if we were to reverse engineer all this, let's go ahead and block out the times during the day that you're at work. You know, that's not your time. That's, you yeah. know, your professional role. Let's go ahead and block out family time because you need to make that a priority too. We know that's, more than likely going to be in the evenings, but whenever that's going to be, put it in your schedule, block it out. And now we can start to look at times where we can carve out for ourselves. And for most guys, they don't want to be a morning guy. They want to sleep in. They want to push snooze. They, you know, don't want to get up because it's uncomfortable. Well, it, it might be one of the things that you have to do in order to, again, get these outcomes that, you're talking about wanting to achieve, right? Well, you're going to have to make some sacrifices. You're going to have to make, make some lifestyle shifts and changes. And so if that's you waking up at 4.30 a.m. so you can get your workout in from 5 to 6 instead of sleeping in until 5.45, right? Then you got to make that shift because yep. like you said, um, and I know for me, anytime I've missed my – morning training sessions and I've put it off and I put it off and I put it, it doesn't get done because as the day goes on, I mean, yeah, you get exhausted, you know, that voice inside of your head, it just gets louder and louder and louder, you know, Oh, just work out tomorrow or, you know, we'll just put this off until next week and we'll make it up or we'll do a double day tomorrow. Right. And that never (laughs) happens. Right. So, um, and that's, that's a big shift that a lot of guys make when they come into the program because, when we really start to design their day and talk about their battle plan and laying all this stuff out, it's like, all right, where can we actually make the time? And that's in the mornings, AM before everybody else is up, you got to be an uncommon man and you got to get up and you got to, you got to do the things that you got to do. Yeah. Cause it's just not going to get done. So, but, uh, so yeah, you've, when you first started that, that routine, it was pretty difficult making that switch. It was awful. I mean, you know, you're tired, not used to getting up that early, not used to moving around with purpose and, you know, I mean, lifting yep. heavy, oh. uh, you know, it, it's tricky. And then, 
I mean, you, you gotta, you gotta be careful too. I think if you don't do a, you gotta, you gotta take a little extra time to warm up uh, for sure. Especially when you're getting a little bit older, you know, 40 mm-hmm. not terribly old, but it's old enough, I guess, where you're not, yeah, uh, yeah. you know, not a 20 something year old. So yeah. uh, it, it, it's not, I mean, I guess for some, it could be optimal. Maybe, maybe you can hit some big PRs when you're, you know, yeah. at, at five in the morning. Um, for me, not usually, but uh you know, it's, you, you still make a lot of progress doing it that way, but okay. you have to, yeah, you just have to take some time to adjust and get used to it and yeah. strengthen your mindset. That's a good thing that you bring up there because I've had this conversation with a number of guys and they're like, well, it's not optimal. Well, let's take a step back and look at your day and where can you actually fit in other training sessions? Like where would you have at least, you know, 45 minutes to fit in, you know, a full-fledged training session. If we're talking about like performance and like yeah. optimal training, let's be real here. Like you need 45 minutes at least cuz you got to factor in like 15 or so minutes of warm up, prep, you know, 15, 20 minutes of main strength work and then whatever you're going to do to finish it, whatever your 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 routine might look like, you need 45 minutes for optimal training. Now, does everybody have 45 minutes? Absolutely not. That doesn't mean that you can't get great results with 30 or even 20, right? But if we're talking optimal, okay, yeah, you might want to train later in the day after your body has woken up. But again, we got to come back to the reality that some guys just don't have that that option. So now we got to think about what's what's the next best thing, getting it done versus not getting it done, right? Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. where is that going to fit in in the morning? That means that you get 45 minutes. Okay, it's going to take a little bit longer for you to warm up. That's totally fine. We can tweak and change the the training however we need to get the big boulders in, you know. And this is something else that I thought about today. Um, you know, I think we'll do a whole episode on this. You know, boulders, you got your boulders, rocks, and then sand, right? So if you're if you're trying to fill a jar and you want to fill that jar up and take up as much space as possible the most efficient way to do that is put the boulders in first then put the rocks in and then fill up all the cracks that are left with the sand right do that in the reverse order you're not going to get many boulders in because you put the sand in there's really no way to fit it in there you try to put the rocks in sure you can get those in but you try to put the big boulders in that matter the most not going to fit and so what i'm trying to get at here is just trying to be as efficient and effective with your time that you do have possible. So if you, if you're wanting to do like bicep curls and ab crunches and bicycles and tricep kickbacks and you know, that type of stuff during your workout, you're focusing in on the wrong shit. Right. And I see that a lot of times it's like, what are, what's your routine? Like, what are you doing for your workouts? Oh, you know, I'll do arms and a bunch of abs. Right. So it's like, yeah. you can feel that. You can fill that 20 minutes full of something way better. Like let's do some kettlebell swings, some snatches, some squats, some, you know, push-ups, pull-ups if you can, rows, and you're going to be hitting those muscles, right? So, yeah. But just some different things. Don't want to go too much of a, off on a tangent. But I think the biggest thing here is that we can basically squash that excuse because it is an excuse. I think it really comes back to a mindset and you know, like we've talked about in previous episodes, again, outcomes that you set for yourself, if there are outcomes that you want so badly that you desire. So again, a lot of the guys that, you know, we help 
They have 10, 20, 30, 40 or more pounds to lose. They just want to get back to looking and feeling like an athlete. They want that confidence back. If they have a true desire to accomplish that, guess what? They'll make the time. They're not going to sit there and say, Travis, I didn't get it done because I was, I was just too busy. That's never going to come up. And they're typically the guys that are working out uh, later in the evening if they have to. I know we got um, Ian, Ian, who he's not a morning guy. Mm-hmm. Um, he's typically hitting his sessions at like 9.30, 10 p.m. That I could not do. Yeah, but that's rough. But if we switch things around and just say, "Hey, like schedule wise, it's just not going to happen. There's no way I can get up early and get things done. I got to commute to work or something like that." So um, maybe that's the option. Yeah, you're going to have to get used to doing that if that's what it means you got to do. So, what else? What else can we use to to smash that that bullshit excuse, Adam? Anything I miss? No, I think you covered it pretty well. I mean, man, like nothing changes if nothing changes. I got a pair of shorts that says that. And, uh, you know, it's <laughs> yeah. if, you, if you're trying to make that change, you're trying to, you, you got to change something about about the way you're doing things. And it might hurt a little bit at first, but uh, yeah. do you want the pain of, of staying the same and getting worse going down that road? Or do you want the pain of, you know, getting that new habit, building that new habit. And it's a pain in the ass at first. And, mm-hmm. but, uh, you get the gifts out of it at the end of it. Yes, absolutely. It's all about earning the gifts and, you know, sticking to the process. And that makes me think of something else that you brought up. So it's like, all right, going through that initial pain of just, ah, I don't want to wake up. My body's just not used to this, you know, trying to wake up and, you know, you're used to sleeping in until, you know, 15 minutes before you got to leave. So yeah, that's a big transition. You know, get the benefit out of that. Right. Mm -hmm. So they might do it for a week and they don't see immediate results right away. So they, they're just so quick to jump ship. Right. So you just got to stick with it let consistency do the work and you'll start to see the changes. So, yeah, absolutely, man. Big time. So the excuse that I wanted to bring up that is bullshit is the old, I just can't figure out the nutrition thing. So an excuse that I oftentimes hear from dads is I know I need to eat cleaner. I just can't. I just can't seem to get this nutrition thing, right? And it's like the same thing over and over and over and over. It's like I'm working out. I'm working out consistently, consistently, but I just can't get this nutrition thing down. I can't seem to eat better, right? Yeah. So how can we attack this? Because this is obviously a a huge bullshit excuse. Well, you know – Find a coach that knows what they're talking about. That's uh, that's that's one thing. Uh, you're talking about guys that you that you haven't been working with yet. I'm assuming that you're talking yes. about guys yes. coming in. Yes. Yeah. It's like so. why can't you? Why can't you seem to lose the weight? You're working out consistently. You're doing two hour long workouts. Whoa. You know, um, I've heard it all. Like, oh, I'm I'm putting in the time. I'm working out for an hour, and then I'm doing cardio for another hour. Okay. 
How's body composition and everything? Oh, that's see, that's where my problem is. I just can't seem to get this nutrition stuff down. Mm-hmm. Right. So yeah, you, I mean, that obviously important to understand what you need to do, but still coming back to the nutrition, if you know you're eating like shit, what do you got to do to change it? <laughs> Make some changes. I mean, if you, if you know, you know, I think a, a big part with when guys come in here and start just tracking without even, you know, getting any kind of macro targets or things like that is just looking at written down what you've eaten over the course of a day and just having that stare you in the face. Yeah. Cause you know, I, I see a lot of guys will say after the first day or after the first couple of days, wow, I knew I was eating bad, but I didn't realize I was eating so much crap. And mm-hmm. when you, when guys say that, so obviously, you know, everyone knows what's good for you and what's not like the, the vast majority of foods, you know, you know, what's junk food, you know, what's good quality food. I think everyone has a generally good idea of that. Maybe, maybe there's a few foods that are, you know, some people agree on and some don't, but everyone kind of knows, you know, like, yeah. <laughs> like, you know, this, you know, bacon cheeseburger with, you know, th- 3000 uh, pounds of ranch dressing on top and, you know, whatever else we know that that's not exactly going to be a health food. If you eat that every day for dinner or have a couple of them versus, uh, you know, that piece of salmon with, uh, you know, a baked potato and some asparagus or something. I mean, you know, it's, it's pretty obvious. Yeah. I mean, we, we, let's just take out the knowledge factor, right? Cause we have Google, right? Like if you really wanted it bad enough and I'm just Mm going to revert back to that. Like if you tell me there's an outcome that you want so bad, that you'll do anything to get it. There's this thing called Google and I get it. It can confuse you and overwhelm you, but just do a little bit of research. You know, you can go research macros. You can go research calories. You can go research this stuff and figure it out and not waste years, you know, busting your ass in the gym. If you are, you know, just banging your head against a brick wall and not seeing changes. And then when you get asked about it, it's like, ah, I just can't seem to get this nutrition stuff down. Right. It's like, all right, well, why don't you work out like half as much and put way more focus and attention into your nutrition and see what happens? Like you're going to be amazed by what happens, right? Mm -hmm. And um, yeah, the first time I ever heard this was from Martin Rooney. So I love Martin Rooney. Uh, uh, He was a, a coach, a part of a mastermind that I was in years and years ago. And I remember him doing this speech. He's like, everybody, everybody knows what this is, right? And he had like a picture of broccoli. He's like, is this a good food or bad food? And everybody in the room was like, good food. <laughs> and then he raises up another one. He's, it's like a chicken breast. And he's like, everybody knows what this is, right? Yeah, chicken breast. Is this a good food or bad food? Everybody's like, good food? He's like, correct. And then he raises up a, another sign with like, uh, had like a, a lollipop on it. And he's like, is this a good food or bad food? And everybody's like, bad food. <laughs> It's like everybody knows what's good and bad, but yeah, we just, I mean, you break it down to the bare bones, simplest shit. And I get it with, you know, you go to the store and you're bombarded with, you know, advertising for like paleo, this, um, keto, this, you know, um, whole, whole greens and, you know, from a knowledge standpoint. Yeah. Again, if you don't know, then you don't know, but at the very bare minimum, just buy real food. That's all you got to do. Mm-hmm. Buy real food. 
vegetables, meat, you know, stay on the outsides of the aisles if you need to. Don't go on the inner aisles because that's where you're going to get all the junk. But um, I always find that interesting because, I mean, and I think it really comes down to a choice too. Like, let's be real. Yes. If you know your nutrition is that big of a deal, why haven't you done anything to fix it? Why haven't you sought out, you know, uh, I guess support, coaching, education, mentorship, right? Like, Hire, hire a nutritionist that can tell you exactly what you need to do. Just make sure you follow what they tell you to do. Right. Um, yeah, there's always that. I, I just think it's, that one is definitely a bullshit excuse. Granted, again, I understand there's just this, this bombardment of, you know, bullshit, uh, as far as like information goes that, yeah, you can get overwhelmed, but I still think at the base level of this all, um, it could definitely be destroyed by just taking taking the necessary action if if you're serious enough about making a change. Yes, if you're serious, if you really truly want to change, then you'll take the actions. But a lot of guys, their want desire to change is overcome by their desire to eat a donut. Easy that out, right? <laughs> Right. Yeah. It's the easy way. Eat the donut, right? Eat the donut. So, and I, and I get that too, because let's combine both these bullshit excuses, right? You're too busy. Can't seem to get nutrition down. So what's the easiest thing to do? Not work out, not take care of yourself and just easy, convenient foods. Yes. Gas station, drive through and go ahead and live that lifestyle. And we'll see, we'll see where that gets you. It's not going to get you very far. At least it's not going to get you the changes that you want to see see made as far as losing the weight, destroying the dad bod, getting back your energy, you know, all that type of stuff. So, yeah, interesting, interesting. Mm-hmm. So is there another uh, bullshit excuse that we want to tackle in this episode or do you think those two good enough? Those are two good ones. I'm trying to see if there's one that's... I mean, geez, I, I feel like everything here is something that we could just really dive in super deep on. Mm. Maybe one more, just to, I mean, we got a couple more minutes here. Sure. We hear this a lot is I got to ask my wife, you know, I got to, I got to go check with the wife. And I know this is a lot yeah. with, you know, guys coming into the program. Um, but other things too is, you know, we, we hear that a lot where guys aren't, they're not deciding for themselves what they yep. really need. They're using yeah. the wife as an as an excuse to get out of it. And I'll I'll share I'll I'm guilty as charged and I'll I'll share this story. So this was um you know a couple summers ago when we were living in our first house, air conditioner completely went out on us, right? So there we are, middle of July, and it's you know, nineties out. We have an air conditioner that's barely working. Right. It's, it's still working. Okay. But we know it's just, it's going to blow up the way we found out that it wasn't working. Our neighbor called my wife was like, there is this loud clunking noise. I don't know if you've heard it, but it, I think it's coming from your air conditioner. And I remember hearing it being outside and it was just like, don't, 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 don't. And uh, I didn't think it was coming from our house. But uh, it sure was. It was our air conditioner. And our air conditioner, I'm surprised that it lasted that long. Because when we got the guy over, he looked at it. 
and he's and he showed me he's like yeah whoever lived here before you like completely rigged this thing up like there's duct tape on it and part of the fan i kid you not part of the fan like one of the blades like actually fell off the fan and they had gone in and like rigged up this fake blade on the fan and that that's what basically that came undone and that's what was making the noise but either way so here's here's a very big issue that we needed to fix and for me i was kind of like ah we can suffer a little bit longer with not as good air conditioner okay like yeah it's the summertime but i'll stay in this pain for a little bit right well the ac guys come over and of course they sit us down and and the living room and obviously we have this this problem that we need to fix they have the solution they go over the options hey these are the investments right like they're big investment have, has your ac ever gone out and you have to you know buy a new ac it's not cheap no not at all not uh, i haven't yeah i haven't had a central ac go out but plenty of window units in my day mm-hmm. yeah yeah so i know that we could make the investment but it's like a big chunk it really stung you right in the ass but there was an issue a big issue we had to fix our air conditioner or we were going to suffer with no cold air in the middle of the summer right and i knew my wife was going to chew my ass on it but so here these guys are and i didn't want to make a decision in the moment i i so what i told them is hey when my wife gets back like i'll talk to her about it and we'll go over these prices knowing in my head that i just i didn't want to make a decision at that point because mm-hmm. I didn't want to part with just money. Yeah. Like it stung in the ass. Right. But I knew it was going to solve a problem. Right. And so that was just like the deflect. I didn't want to say, you know what, guys, I don't want to spend the money on this right now. It, it's just, it's, you know, it's pain too painful to spend the money. Instead, I put it off on my wife. Yes. <laughs> I, need, I need to talk to her. I need to figure out which one that she wants. When in actuality, fast forward, I'll get to the point here ended up having to make the decision like two weeks later after the AC completely broke down and um, that problem could have been solved a couple weeks earlier um, with just doing what I needed to do, even though it was painful. And I guess that's what guys really need to think about. So how does, how does this relate with guys that we, you know, we help, Hey, they got 10, 20, 30, 40 or more pounds that they need to lose, which, that extra weight is leading to a bunch of other things, low energy, low sex drive, not a lot of confidence in themselves, could be dipping into their professional life, which a lot of times it is, could be dipping into things at home in their family life. And in fact, a lot of guys, they talk to me about how that's what really drove them to have a conversation to begin with, to seek help to begin with, is to make that change so things within the relationships get better. They know they need to make a change, right? Mm-hmm. However, yes. when it comes to, you know, walking across that line that's been drawn in the sand, hey, you're going to have to make changes. It's going to be painful in many different ways through changing up your lifestyle, you know, making the time for yourself, you know, changing your nutrition, things that we talked about, right? And yes, investing into yourself, parting with with money. And a lot of times guys don't want to go through the pain of that. And for a lot of reasons, um, I think the biggest one when guys put it off 
and say, Hey, I need to go chat with the wife. I need to make sure it's good with her, which, which I totally get it. Like there are situations where that needs to be done, but I'd say 95% of the time, the honest truth is they don't believe in themselves. They don't believe yeah. in themselves and following through and doing the work. So they'd much rather put it off on somebody else. It's not, Oh, it's not on me. I'll leave it up to my wife, which I know she's going to say no. So, or I'm not even going to talk to her about it. And I'll just say that I talked to her and she said, no. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, and it's interesting how that works. It's just a, it's a huge mindset shift that needs to occur. Cause if we go back to, okay, we draw this line in the sand. We know on this side of it, you're in a bunch of pain. Okay. Low energy, bad health, terrible fitness, no confidence. But how bad is that pain really? So like the example that I use for myself, like, yeah, the AC was kind of working. Like the upstairs of the house was brutally hot, but you could, we can manage in, in the living room. Like I was in some sort of pain. Fast forward a couple weeks forward, you know, when the AC did go out, now I was in pain. Not only in a hot house, but now I was getting shit from my wife for not making a decision, right? Yeah. And so what guys need to think about is, okay, do you want to stay in the pain that you have now? And that pain is going to become much more great down the road. Or do you want to make, I guess, the short-term pain of stepping across that line and doing the things that you don't necessarily want to do, you know, getting lifestyle changes, but are going to lead to let much less pain down the road. Because at some point you're going to have to pay. Absolutely. Right? Everybody so you does. Now, yeah. You can pay now or you can wait and you can pay a tax later because you're going to have to pay at some point. Yeah. And that tax is going to come in many different forms and, uh, you know, variations, right? Um, another, and I got that one from one of my old mentors, right? He's like, okay, you can pay right now or you can wait. And you're going to pay a big tax. <laughs> you're going to get taxed, right? Yes, sir. Yeah. So it's just the, uh, and I guess the big thing that I wanted to add with this, Adam, is another way to think about it is um, if, if we're talking about what you're saying, like, oh, I need to talk to my wife about this and that, whatever it might be, right? You know, it is just take ownership, make a decision if this is about you and making a change. But also think about it like this. The one thing that you can't get back is time itself. You can always get money back, you know, so which one do you value more? Like, and a lot of times the reason we invest our money is to solve a problem. But I know for me, I have multiple coaches and Adam, you hired me as a coach a long time ago. Yep. And now you, you, you work as a coach, you know, outside of what you do professionally Guys are investing into that because they want a shortcut. Not a shortcut in the in the sense that this is a quick fix and we're going to show you a secret. It's we know what the hell to do. And it works when you work. So if you want a faster uh, trip from A to Z, invest money. Because think about it. You want, you want food delivered to your house? You don't want to go to the store? Or you're going to have to pay a delivery fee. Makes sense, right? Yeah, 100%. Right? They're going to de deliver it to you. It's convenient. 
you want that uh, you want that earlier flight out of out of the airport that's convenient. You're gonna have to pay for it, right? Or you don't want that one in the middle of the day. Yeah, it's gonna be a little bit less less price wise, but paying for convenience, right? Yeah. So, man, we can go deep on this one. So, yeah, for sure. But we'll Great stop points, there. Man. Hopefully, yep. hopefully we uh, we hammer that out. Do you have anything to add to that? No, no, that was uh, that was well said. I like it. Cool, man. Well, end of the day, if you can label it as an excuse, it's more than likely bullshit. And you can overcome it, and you can certainly push through it. I think it all comes down to you making the decision to do so. So we'll wrap it up there, man. Great episode, Adam. Until next time, keep doing the work. Hell yeah. Earn it.